0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. We'll start this episode off with a couple of our, a couple letters from our Patreon supporters. First one comes from Bill from Connecticut. Bill's question is about shoes. Papa Bear, how do you know when it's that time to replace shoes? I hike with a group of friends. The bottom of my shoes are starting to look a little worn. I'm not that experienced a hiker. I've quite honestly just started taken it more seriously over the past couple of years. They fit fine. I feel like they're broken in. But a couple of my friends have pointed out that the worn worn treads could they could cause soreness in my feet or even in the long term even cause damage to my feet. Well, bill your friends are are right. You know, there's a difference between sneakers you might wear to go work out or your your work shoes that are broken in. Of course, there's a time when they need to be replaced. But I would compare it to work shoes. If you're somebody that has to wear shoes to work with a suit, you're not going to wait until those shoes are falling apart to replace them. When they start to show some wear, you're going to know it's time because the function that those shoes have is to make you look good. You're wearing an expensive uh, suit. You don't want to look like you're wearing a pair of shoes you got at the goodwill or out of a dumpster. Well, when you're hiking, you might not be so concerned about how you look, but you do need to be concerned about how the shoes can affect the bottom of your feet. The soles are the most important part, obviously. If we're getting to that point where busting apart seams are loose, soles are flapping, you've definitely waited too long. If you've reached a point where there's noticeable wear on the treads, I kind of think maybe the best way to do this is compared to your car tires or bicycle tires. When you see that that tread's getting lower and closer to the base, It's definitely time. There's no exact measurement. I think you just need to use judgment or even take the advice of your friends. It sounds like your friends are experienced hikers. They have some knowledge in this. But there's no absolutes. This is not an exact science. As far as exactly when, I know a lot of people talk about 500 miles, typically getting out of a pair of shoes. I've never sat there and watched every mile. But three years ago, I started making notes in my trail journals, my my hiking journals, when I bought a new pair of shoes. And last year, I looked over a three-year period, and it was in the 500-mile range that I would be replacing my shoes. So it's pro- probably a good rule of thumb. I don't know how much hiking you do on your day hikes, or if you do backpacking, you didn't indicate that bill in the message, but... Shoes are just it's way too important. It's not you do not want to wait until they're busting at the seams or until it's so worn out on the bottom that that your socks are showing through. Don't do that with your hiking shoes or your hiking boots. You can always repurpose them. I always have that pair around the house that I say, you know what, if I need to do a job around the house, I don't really care what happens to these. And sometimes I I have that that pair turns out to be the pair I'll cut the grass in or if I'm doing painting around the house. Or if I have to resurface my driveway, they get tossed right in the garbage when they're done. So it's not all's lost. And they could they still look good on the outside. You can still wear them around town. You can don't try to squeeze every mile out of your hiking footwear that you can. Our next message comes from Mary from Nova Scotia. Hey, it's great to have some listeners and supporters that far north. Nova Scotia. Pretty cool. Mary's question is about water. Mary asks, Papa Bear, I'm going out on my first multi-day hike. My sister and I are going to be doing a 30-mile hike. Our big question is water supply. How do we know how much water to bring? Should we just estimate and carry that much water for the three days? It sounds like that can make our packs extremely heavy. What would you recommend? Well, Mary, I'd recommend this. Social media has its place, It, it, it and it it could be great. In these situations, you don't mention where it is you're hiking, but I'm pretty sure if you go on Facebook, you're going to find a group that has hiked it or that support those trails that have knowledge that can help you with that. It's all about information, being prepared. The two big things, right? Gather your information, do your research, and prepare yourself. Understand what the water supplies are on that trail. I've done a lot of hiking in the Northeast, and there are certain times of year, you could get by with a quart of water because you know that three to five miles, you're going to cross a creek. You can refill. Then there's areas where I'm, like, where I'm hiking. This year, the Tahoe Rim Trail, some years those streams are flowing. Sometimes they're just bone dry. And depending on the time of the year, there might not be any water at all. I had to do my research. Now, what I found on Facebook, the Tahoe Rim Trail, they have a through hikers page. And the people that go on there are great. They answer questions quickly. There's no snarkiness. People treat each other really nice on there. It's a combination of people who have through hiked it, people who live in the area, and people who are involved in maintenance on the trail. But it's not, that's not limited to the tower Rim Trail. I'm pretty sure if we, you and your sister are looking to hike, do some research, you're probably going to find some sort of support group out there that can give you some information on things like water supply. So now it's time to talk about a little trip report. Special K and I got out this past Sunday, went to one of my favorite places to hike around between Ithaca and Watkins Glen. There's some state parks up there. We went to Tremont State Park and hiked the gorges. We did this trail where on one side it's the gorge trail, the other side it's the rim trail. This was only my second time hike doing this entire hike where we do the where I've done the full trail the first time I hiked this trail I hiked it clockwise this time it's counterclockwise and it was pretty cool to exp- and believe it or not it might sound trivial but it was kind of cool to see it going the other way and I found that it w- the the views were much better going up going uh, counterclockwise than they were going clockwise so it's it was fun but it's just a beautiful place to hike Despite not having much rain here in New York over the last few weeks, there was enough water where we could see the waterfalls. If you like waterfalls, this place has just, you you won't be disappointed. You could spend a week in the Ithaca, Watkins Glen area and just visit waterfalls, do waterfall hikes. It's just beautiful. And those are some of my favorite hikes. I love hiking the waterfalls. That's probably my top three hikes I like to do are waterfall hikes. And we had beautiful weather. We got there early. We were able to beat the crowds because in addition to being a state campground, there's also a, a beach area that the creek empties into. And it gets busy, especially a day like yesterday. It was beautiful weather. So we were we were off the trail. We were in the car. I think we were pulling out of the parking lot, maybe eleven twenty, And that gave us plenty of time for our other big activity. And that was to go to a brew pub. We went over to the scale house Brewery, and or Pub and Brewery, I'm sorry, Scalhouse Pub and Brewery. And I think it's in, the town it's in might be Hector. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. But it's north of Watkins Glen. Because as I said, the area we hiked in, the gorges is kind of in between Cuyahoga Lake and Seneca Lake. It's north e- northwest of Ithaca, northeast of Watkins Glen. So it wasn't that far of a drive for us to go over there and, and enjoy a very, very high quality, Beer. John got a peanut butter stout, which I was able to sample, and it was delicious. I had the scale house cream ale and loved it. Shared a quesadilla. I wasn't real, neither one of us were real hungry, so we just split a quesadilla. But I looked at the portions of the food and I could smell the food. They have pizzas. And if you're up around Seneca Lake, put that on your list. And the other thing, if you go to Seneca Lake or Cuca Lake, go up to Ithaca or Watson's Glen. If you're somebody who likes visiting wineries and brew pubs, that's the place to be. It really is. I don't think you can drive 5 or 10 miles without seeing one or 5 or 10 minutes. Special K and I talked about this in the car. Yeah, this is the kind of place you want to rent a van or a bus. Pay somebody to drive and you can just enjoy yourself. Going to these places that not all, not just offer quality beverages and food, but beautiful views and great service. So I'd highly recommend Scalehouse. Pub and Brewery, Hector, New York, not Seneca Lake. All right, everybody. We talked about water earlier when I read Mary's letter from, letter from Nova Scotia. However, I just want to put this reminder in there. There's a lot of parts of the country that are on in drought conditions or near drought conditions. You need to do a little extra research right up until you leave. Make sure the water sources you're counting on are available. And if not, make the adjustments and, and prepare yourself to carry additional water. Everybody, get outside, have some fun, and be safe. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity.